gentlemen welcome to this week's segment of what the health just happened where we talk about all things healthcare: the good the bad the ups the downs the ins the out how to spend money effectively how to save money how to maybe avoid the healthcare system entirely we also have some some pretty exciting guests in northeast florida and around the country that talk about healthy p l's for a business ceos cfos healthy cultures healthy recruiting practices healthy firing practices anything healthy today is no different it is different actually we we have a, a pretty oh, special guest i'm fired oh go ahead do your yeah. do your radio no, i like how you said it was it was different yeah i i've called this man by the way he's he's now ceo we're going to talk about right little yep. promotion all these awards he's a physician we're going to talk about the difference between an MD and a DO because we got to educate on healthcare. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Doctor Matthew Thompson, I, I still don't. I call you Doctor Thompson, Doctor Maddie. What should I call you? Well, I actually have a pair of scrubs that say Doctor Maddie T on them. So that's you know when I'm working in the in the ER, that's usually what people call me. But you can call me whatever you want. Okay, I'm going to call you for this episode. Dr. Matty T. Okay, I, think. I like that. Yeah. With with That's telescope health. Name. If yeah. you if you are in Northeast Florida, um, and we can talk about specific healthcare systems here, but if you haven't heard of Telescope Health, what they've done for the community, this man specifically, what they're trying to do in the future, I, like I'm excited to have you. I think you're pretty cool okay. too. Can we, we can just talk say about. That we're not. I'm not paying you for this podcast. Oh no no no! no, no. So. I, like I, <laughs> I want I want engaging funny, fun, entertaining guests that can talk about healthcare. And I can't think of anyone better who, and I wrote down notes here, questions to ask, but we get off topic pretty fast on this show. So instead of reading a bio, which, you know what, let's, let's give this a go. I'm just curious, University of Kansas. Yeah. Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Say it again. Rock, chalk, jay. No, it's a, rock, chalk, jayhawk. Oh, yeah. you. Listen, oh, I know yeah. this. Uh, we're in Florida. I know, but you know, if you know it, you know it. If you, okay. If you know, you know. <laughs> I Kansas. Love it. I'm a Kansas boy, though. Yeah. So, so Kansas. Yeah. Then Arizona. Yeah. Okay. How in Jacksonville? I want to give a little yeah. story. Who you are? How you ended up here? Yeah. Talk about the parenting side, the physician side, the entrepreneur side, yeah. which now you're living, yeah. right? Oh yeah. Okay. I'm it. Yeah. You know, so I love I love this story because you meet people in life, they're either real or they're not real, you know, for whatever reason. I love to gravitate towards people. You're one of those people who you meet and you say, um, okay, let's just cut let's just cut out the 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 bowl and let's just talk about who are you? Like what's your what's your story? So um, you know, my story is pretty vanilla. Until I came to Jacksonville, <laughs> um, so up until that time point, you know, I, I figured my career would be I'd be working in an academic hospital as an ER physician, training other doctors, uh, and just working a very very simple life. And then, what uh, year was this? This was 2014. Okay. So you know, I went to I went to medical school. I, I did I did all the right things. I checked off all the boxes. I went to medical school. Uh, I worked very, very hard. Um, I went to residency, went to a great residency, University of Arizona to become an emergency physician. I did a fellowship to specialize in ultrasound medicine where I, I, that's what I was going to do. I was going to teach other doctors to use ultrasound in the ER to be great ER physicians. I was going to work in the ER. I was going to be a clinician and that was going to be my life. Well then, um, so, you know, decided to come to Jacksonville. Then I got divorced. Then my dad died. 
I I moved. I I really kind of changed locations. Had to make a whole new set of friends. Um, and then uh, I met my my wife. We had our Pure first bar. kid. Yeah, I went to Pure, Pure bar, bar for the first time <laughs> in my life. Yeah, if you don't know Pure Bar, if you know, you know. We're gonna say that's maybe that's, that's a, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Uh, and then the pandemic hit, and then um, you know, well, first we started started a telehealth company. Then the pandemic hit. Uh, then started the first COVID test site uh, in in Northeast Florida, and and one of the first in Florida, and uh, the busiest in Northeast Florida. Mm. And then uh, went from seeing ten patients a day to four hundred a day. Um, and then you know life changed. And then I then I got into the business world, and now here I am. We're so. we're gonna pause because I, I guarantee we'll go back to COVID. I call it. Did you ever read the Harry Potter books? Oh, did I ever read the Harry Potter? Thank, books. It comes of all time. Yeah. So, so he who will not be named. That's yes. what I refer to COVID. It, <laughs> yeah, it will, it will that's right. Be named, okay, good. But it always Shame comes up. It was yeah, like, yeah, I just call it COVID. I know. It's, which, it's true. which is a big part of your journey in coming here. So, yeah. back to I, I like to educate while we're here too. Yeah. Okay. So. What's the difference between residency and fellowships? Actually, yeah. first, did you decide at a young age, I want to be a physician? When did that happen? Yeah, I'm pretty young age. Um, you know, I, I saw Patch Adams. So I can't remember when that movie came out, but great movie. That was such a great movie, Jay, right? Jay such it, right? a tearjerker, right? You know, it's the funny because- The legs coming out of the door. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that movie. And great movie. it's funny, I hadn't seen it in a long time. I saw it on TV like a couple years ago and I, I was just like crying. I was like, oh my gosh. Yep. That was such a pivotal Still movie cry. for me as a kid. Because, you know, you see somebody who's an outside-the-box thinker, and there's so much compassion, and he's a great physician. And, um, and so I, th- I said at that time, I think it was in middle school or, or even younger, I want, I want to be a doctor. And so I actually did it, you know, which is kind of cool. But, um, yeah. So, so, so movie Patch Adams was like the, the tipping point. And yeah. And it was, you decided. Uh, you know, I, loved, I love science. You know, I just, I'm kind of, you know, it's funny. You, you can call yourself a nerd. I am a total nerd. That's okay. And I also Fine. have this affliction. My wife would definitely say it's an affliction, but... Um, you know, when you when you combine like ambition or it with the concept or the the self loathing <laughs> feeling that you're never good enough, you know, so uh, that combination. So I I and it's funny because med school and that that breeds competitiveness and also um, healthy competitiveness. No, no, or not, not at all. No, unhealthy. Yeah, yeah very unhealthy. We, you're gonna come back five or six times. I'm just warning you now because yeah. you, you, you'll talk about things that I think you'll you'll openly speak about yeah. that that could be adjusted. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the key. Got got to be open about it. So Yeah, so so you go through that time period where you are in the insecurities, you know, and some of the best Self-doubt. advice I ever got was yeah, it was everybody's insecure, you know. Mm-hmm. And so uh, and you either try to hide it or you accept it and embrace it and uh, realize that we're all people, but uh, medical school really breeds that insecurity and then that uh, fear of failure. And reality, failure is the best thing for anybody. The failure, best. it's it, it, that's you never learn more than you do when you fail. So, um, but you you fear that in medical school, and then you have to com- continually compete against other people to get you know what you think you need or want. And at that time, you're like you're 23, 24 years old. You don't know what you want. You know you don't know what you're supposed to be doing with your life. You don't know where you're going to be <laughs> 20 years from now. <laughs> so you don't want to hear I was. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Case in point, both of us, right? So, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's what I love about this too is that you know I was thinking about this on the way over here. You and I are are both very similar. You you went to nursing school. You were a clinician, you know, and and you were involved in patient care, right? So I, I've thought about. So I am a self proclaimed entrepreneur. That's yes. the term I use. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of a physician version that's yeah, fun on wordplay. Yeah. And I'll get there. Oh, uh-huh, good. Which we're going to definitely talk about too. Um, 
man, I, I, already, already I get yeah. I get excited about people who, who open and talk about stuff that maybe he's not comfortable talking about. Yeah. One more educational point, actually two. Residency versus fellowship. Okay. So future yeah. physicians, it's a grind in school. You got your biologies, your chemistries, the, yeah. the school, school, school. Then you come out and you get thrown to the wolves. Yeah, absolutely. So um, you you mentioned this about MD and DO too. It's funny. I mean, in, in our world, there's really, there's two paths to, there's an allopathic and an osteopathic way to become a doctor. Um, both of those schools, you go to a four-year school. Um, sometimes it's six years and combines college in with it as well. But uh, you, you go to a medical school and then you can get accepted to the same residency. So when I trained to become an emergency physician, I that, I'd already completed medical school. Uh, then I had a three-year residency where I trained to become specifically a doctor who works uh, in the emergency department. <clears throat> and I worked alongside of, I'm an MD, I worked alongside of DOs, MDs. And then after that, I decided to even further specialize and learn an additional skill set. For me at that time, that was um, uh, ultrasound and, and informatics. Mm. So using technology and then specifically ultrasound to, to diagnose and treat people. Um, but, you know, you, there's all sorts of fellowships and it depends on what you do. A cardiologist has completed a fellowship after uh, residency. Gastroenterologist has too. So, uh, yeah. How many people road. know before they go into it? Or, or did you know, like, I want to go this direction, ER? By, by the way, I was yeah. firefighter, paramedic, yeah. love the emergency setting. I'm going to the ER. Yeah. And then I, I'll, I'll be honest, the fire, the fire department burnt me out. I saw yeah. a side of humanity that just burnt me out, yeah. but I knew. Yeah. Other doctors or physicians, they don't know. Yeah. We should talk about that too. Um, now you're getting me distracted because oh, yeah, I'm, this the, is what uh, I do. I'm the Go medical director for um, Ameripro now um, in, in Florida, which is- You're uh, what? I'm the medical director for Ameripro in Florida. Hold on. Yeah. I'm writing notes, yeah. by the way. No one can see this. There's no video. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm wearing this hat that's his. Yeah. It's probably been sweating. I, I love it. Yeah. Um, which Ameripro. is a great, yeah, great company. EMS, EMS company, Ameripro Health. Um, in multiple states, but they do all the interfacility transport, EMS transport for Baptist and then um, Emory in Georgia. So who's uh, the so. other, there's a couple of these. Here, this happens every yeah. time. Don't yeah. feel bad. We go yeah. off topic. Yeah. Um, MedTrust. Yeah, MedTrust is another one. Okay. Yeah, that's another one. Century so Ameri it used yeah. to be Century. Uh -huh. There was, again, when I was a medic, I worked at, we called them liability yeah. instead of Liberty. Yes, I don't know if they're yeah. still around. Might be <laughs> time are, trash, yeah. but yeah. okay. <laughs> Sorry, Liberty. Yeah. Um, so Ameripro, okay. Yeah. Medical director there, awesome. Yeah. So, and my, my, my job there is really to train, oversee, and be a resource for the, for the medics yep. and EMTs. Yeah. Which is a big deal. Which is a huge deal. You're, and those guys, and it's funny because you talk about being burned out and, and if you want to go off topic even more, um, healthcare and first responder healthcare is, is just so prone to burnout. And I, you know, I, I think the ER physician is definitely a component of that. That is not, not really a first responder by the time we, we see the patients is still in a controlled environment, but we still see anything that comes in. Mm -hmm. Right. But the Dude. paramedics and EMTs, firefighters, they have to go into the homes and you see all of, you know, um, see all the dynamics. And we actually in healthcare, we call those social determinants of health, but the things that affect a ab person's ability to be healthy. So do they have food? Do they have a roof over their heads? Do they have electricity? Do they have running water? Is there psychiatric illness? Is there substances in the house? I mean, to, to go into the home and see those things and have to deal with those dynamics, um, that takes a toll on, on somebody. So... Oh man, <clears throat> that might be a future episode is you interviewing me about this stuff yeah, too, right? So yeah. little brief background on that because I, I really want to talk about telescope. Already we're going off yeah, topic. Yeah. I love this. This is perfect because back to telescope. Mm -hmm. And this, by the way, hold on. Off yeah. topic again. Let's talk about this man's awards, right? First Coast in one fire. Got to talk about that. Yeah. 
40 under 40, which I said, by the way, I'm too, officially too old for it. <laughs> yeah. uh, tech leader of the year, the Amazon Web Services stuff. Like the, you got so much good stuff going on. So yeah. we're going to pause that, go back to the emergency setting. You started in the emergency world. You decided that. Yeah. So F-A-C-E-P. What does that stand for? Yeah. So a fellow of the American College of Emergency Physicians. So once you become an ER physician, um, you know, like all other physicians, you have what we call colleges or organizations that um, are collection that represent your specialty. So cardiology has this, pediatrics has their own, uh, you know, academy or college and, and um, so does family practitioners and um, and so for emergency medicine, that's ASEP or the American College of Emergency Physicians. And then if you want, you can become uh, a fellow in that uh, where you uh, do a little more work and, and decide to, um, to dedicate more time to training and, and improving the field, really. And so um, then you become a, a fellow. So it's just a, it's an additional title, basically. More letters, right? Acronyms. More letters, yeah, because yeah. we yep. need more letters. I was going to say, I've yeah. never <laughs> seen as many acronyms in the medical field. Until. Yeah, it is. It's it's crazy. And it's funny. And <laughs> I, I'll tell you, honestly, um, for me personally, it, it makes no difference. Um, and it certainly doesn't make a difference to the patients uh, that I treat. Uh, and in the business world, it certainly doesn't make any difference. And in fact, if you want to talk about acronyms. I love, man, I love your honesty. Yeah. Man. Look, in, in LinkedIn, no one says this. Well, you know, I think it's a way to buffer. Again, you come back to insecurities, a way to buffer insecurities when MBA is a perfect one of that. You know, <laughs> do I have an MBA? No, I don't. Is there a lot that I have learned about the business world? Absolutely. Is there a lot I don't know? Absolutely. I, I do not care if the person man. I'm working with has I love an MBA this man. or not. I'm serious. Yeah. Yeah. But you, it's the truth. And so it's funny. There are times where it's, where it's necessary, important. Like, you know, there's, there's one, um, I've got, this, I've got such a great team on telescope and one, one of my main guys, um, Trey, he's probably going to listen. He's probably somehow listening to this right Trey now. What? Trey Blanchard. Trey so, Blanchard. Yeah. We're talking about the, you, yeah, Trey. He's uh-huh. such, such a smart, such a smart guy, but he's a, he's like a lean six Sigma black belt, oh, you know? Yeah. So way smart. So way yeah. Smart, so he's yeah. got, you know, so he's got all these things mapped out. A guy probably, if he wanted to, you could have like 400 acronyms after his name, you know? And so, and it's funny because we talk about, you know, he's our director of partnerships and, and, um, you know, really his job is to foster new relationships and business opportunities. And, and, um, you know, this is what I love about the business world is that much like in medicine, if you want to be a successful doctor or successful, you have to have a connection with the patient, just like with business, honesty, approachability, and, um, Mm. and real partnerships require, relationships. You know, you just have to have a real relationship with somebody. And so, um, in fact, it, I'm reading a book right now. I want you to read it. It's a hundred pages. Okay. So you can, you can count me in. I don't know what it is. It's called lying by Sam Harris. Um, Lying. Lying. Yeah. Like L Y I N G. L Y I N G. Yes. I'll I'll read any recommendation. Like I'll read it. Yeah. So Sam Harris. Um, yeah. Give you a book recommendation. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Walk It in My Pocket by Dr. Seuss. Okay. <laughs> that's a great one, <laughs> man. That's, that's, the, that's above my, I don't have the, I, I don't have the mental bad, capacity bad, for that one though. That's a bad no. joke. I yeah. will absolutely read that. Yeah. But. So, but the, the concept of this book, it's really short. It's almost like kind of like an essay, but this guy is, he's a neuroscientist. He's really big on meditation. He's got a, a really successful podcast called Waking Up and it's all about mindfulness and meditation, but- Let's get him um, on here. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Probably only costs, you know, hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah. And fly him in here, no big deal. Um, but uh, he, this book is just all about, we often tell lies when we, when we shouldn't and don't need to, but as a, by human nature, mm. be like, um, hey, yeah, man, absolutely. We'll, we'll make it happen. We'll make that happen. Don't worry. Instead of like, you know what? I don't have any capacity for that right now. 
And the reason why is because I got this, this, this going on. I'm really sorry. I can't do it. And it's just this human nature component to uh, try to people. For me, it's a people pleasing thing. Guil- guilty. Yeah. Right. And, I, and I, I'm not even kidding you. I love, here we go off topic again, yeah. which I love. On the way here, I talked to, I'm very close to my mom. Hi, mom. She listened to every yes. episode. Good. She's like, can you give me a shout out? Yeah. yeah. Hi, Katie Ross. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Katie. She loves this. Great. Um, so we're, we're going through something. My, my granddad's towards the end of life with, yeah. on hospice care. It's, it's been a rough couple weeks, right? Um, there's an event tonight that I got an invite to that's kind of a big deal. Um, in Jacksonville, the Players is going on this yeah. week, right? It's it's in the healthcare space. And I'm like, man, I, I feel like I should go to this. I'll yeah. meet some people. It's a big deal. Yeah. I said no, Yeah, which I never do. Yeah. I am I'm a, a people pleaser. I have a hard time saying no, so... I think that's a big deal. That I will absolutely read that book. Cannot wait. Yeah, um, sounds awesome. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's really hard to do mm. that though. And you know, we talk about. You said this before, so we talk about kids and family and juggling all those things. And um, you can't say yes to everything. It's impossible. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna reel it back in a little bit, and Good. then we'll go off topic within seconds, right? Tons of awards comes to Jacksonville, which again, I thank you for sharing that story. How you ended up here. There are so many things I like about you, <laughs> and not to sound creepy, even though let's get creepy, yeah, right? No, I'm that kidding. is a little creepy. Um, that's okay. I'm you, you're, I think you're genuine. You're real. Um, you, you worked in the ER setting, which you see stuff. Yeah. You're exposed to stuff. So, real quick question: How much hands-on patient care are you still doing? I do about three or four shifts a month still in the ER, and I usually work okay. at um, Baptist. I work at Baptist still. Um, so it's, Downtown or that freestanding um, facility? Yeah, free, usually Baptist Beaches or Baptist uh, Town Center, which is a freestanding ER. So one of those See, two I, places. Man, I miss it. I, I debate going back and picking up like three shifts a month yeah. just, to, just to see that side, right? And I, I've been out for a while. Okay, we're going we're gonna to switch to family mode because that's another thing I love yeah. about you. This guy can play the guitar. Yes. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. I, I debated bringing one in here today and you writing know, a telescope song like telescope. I would have really telescope. embarrassed embarrassed my telescope. wife if yeah, if you would have if you would have. But that's okay. Um, your wife, who's a pure yeah, bar expert, Lacey we Beth. talking about it. Lacey Beth. This will be the test to see if she listens to the whole thing. She, you know, she babe, if you wife. listen to this whole thing, I will <laughs> buy you whatever you want. Okay, oh, this is your man. signal. Okay, um, I can't I say will, whatever you want. I will, uh, look, we're gonna. I don't know if she'll make it this far in. I think she hears my voice enough. She's gonna listen for first five minutes and be like. That was really great. Good job. My wife has not listened to a single one of these, by the way, so, which yeah. is great. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear this Oh, stuff. this is amazing. Yeah. I'm going to text you to listen to okay. about minute yeah. 12 or 13 <laughs> yeah. to get whatever yeah. you want. Um, first off, Pure Bar, if, if yeah. no one's done it, I, I'm not – I call myself like a health nut a little bit. I, yeah. I'm pretty healthy. I did Pure Bar one time. Yeah, man. No I thought joke. I was going to die. Yeah. Die. Yeah. It's, it's no yeah. joke. So – uh, you know, LTB, lift tone burn, you know, so it's all isometric move. Okay. And see now if she realizes, I'm going to see if for all those pure bar, <laughs> pure bar fanatics out there, but these small, like, you know, isometric movements. So you kind of, you get down to a squat where you start shaking and then you, you pulse a little bit. So you move a little bit more. So Jay, Jay try it right now. Yeah. I, I can show no, you I'm some good. moves. I, I can show you <laughs> some moves, but the whole point is <laughs> to like fatigue the muscles. Right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she has these, bring your boy to the bar class or, you know, guys classes, you know, it's mostly, you know, it's years mo- ago. And that being said, she has, um, she has a lot of clients. She, and what's cool is that some of these, some of these franchises, um, can, can foster a culture of you got to look skinny. You Mm. have to be, um, have a perfect, uh, body. 
And what I love about her is that she's fostered this community of like, you know, we're moms, we, we're all different shapes and sizes. We're all different colors, different walks of life. Just come in have some time for you. And that's the kind of community that she fosters. She's a very real person too, which I love, you know? And so um, that's why I love, you know, and it's been hard, you know, it's funny just today, we are just, it, we've been going through a lot lately, you know, like we're selling our house. We both have businesses. We just had a baby. We've got a I was going to say, we're going to talk about parenting yeah. in a second too. Yeah, yeah. I got three what are kids. The ages? And so um, five, um, almost two, and then two months old. So all Jeez. girls. Yeah. Yeah. I so- know. Right, yeah. eight, eight, six, and and four. Yeah, so you so, know, so the same yeah. trenches. So, but you're, oh, we're fist yeah. bumping, by the way. Which <laughs> yeah, is, uh, I miss the the, mm-hmm. the camera part. Yeah, that's another part. So, so two husband and wife mm-hmm. own run mm-hmm. businesses, yeah. which is yeah. a part of this conversation. Yeah, which ties in, both tie into healthcare. Holy yeah. cow! Yeah, then you're balancing marriage. You ever heard of marriage? Yeah. that's hard. Yeah, right. Big time. Yeah. Um, and again, I, I love you, Steph. You're not going to hear this because you don't listen either. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be the one. Like, this is going to be the one that they listen the one to. I, I can't wait. Yeah. If you hear this, I'll buy you anything you want. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Under ten dollars. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, so what? A date night. When was the last time I had? I, I, oh we, man. We yeah, try, but you're also you got a two month old. Well, right? we actually did. We had a very successful date night um, nice. this last week, and we took our two month old. We went to. Um, uh, Oku, this like oh, uh, I've been there. Place. Jack's yeah, Beach. Jack's Beach. Yeah, which we, was, I love free plugs. Oku, yeah, yeah. I've heard nothing but phenomenal yeah, things. Oh about. man, it was it was great. And you know, it's funny. We had a reservation. We 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 had to wait for a long time. So they brought us. Um, the manager uh, brought us like some champagne out of nowhere. He's like, "Here you go. Sorry for the wait." And then they gave us. You know, there's these group of girls that were all moms and on their having their moms night out, and they saw that we were there with the baby, so they bought us around a drink. It's oh, kind of like one yeah. of those nights, you know. You, you either have nights that are just like train you know, wreck, train wreck, yeah. nothing works out, or yeah. you have nights that are just like people are doing random acts of kindness for you, and that's that was one of those nights. Okay, so, so backtrack a little bit. Husband, wife, both I would say entrepreneurs yeah. in the healthcare space, yeah. healthcare backgrounds. Three daughters. Mm-hmm. So you got four women. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any dogs? Yeah, got a dog. Boy He's or girl. neutered. So, you know. It's a he, though. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's two to three. <laughs> He's a half boy. Um, then a also selling a house yeah. and buying a new house? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, piece of cake. Yeah, piece I know. Piece of cake. Glutton for punishment. I, you know, so it's funny. It's, this is all self-inflicted, right? Kind of brought this on <laughs> ourselves. But, um, but yeah, this is like, we like it. We like it crazy. So <sighs> Sounds really familiar. Yeah. Um, I told you the time flies by. Yeah. First segment done, Dr. Matty T, Dr. Matthew Thompson. Oh, we still got one more one more minute. I love it. Yeah. He holds yes. his finger up. Yeah. I'm self-deprecating. Let's call it out. Yes. It, this airs, <laughs> by the way, airs Saturdays, 7 p.m., 104.5. No, I love this. It's Thursday, It's guys. 7 p.m. or 7 a.m.? It's 7 p.m. Oh, that's better. You know, see, that's good. 7 p.m., oh, sit and have a cocktail. Oh, listen I to like what that. the hell, what the the hell just happened. Yeah. Speaking of cocktails, yeah. shame on me, future guests, you think I should have like a case of beer or cocktails? Can we drink in here? He's like, no, nah, you can't drink I have drink no here. idea. I mean. He's got a glass of bourbon right there. No, I'm there's nothing I'm kidding. in here. I'm kidding. <laughs> I should ask the Not rules. Anymore, so we're, we're new to this show. It's a blast. I love it. Yeah. Um, I think there's some potential here, healthcare stuff, which we're, we're going to get back to. Yes, Second half. Yeah. We're going to get down to the healthcare A lot of telescope stuff. Yeah. What's going on there? Telemedicine in general. Yes. Um, what you see the future of healthcare, all that oh, stuff. Yeah. 
But again, I, I get, we get off topic pretty yeah, quick, it's man. Okay. It's hard. We got, it's you tough. know, we got the warm and fuzzies out. Now Did we can we? really, no, we'll get we, can, we, can ta- we can tackle some of the tough stuff. We yeah, also got the video of uh, healthy or not healthy beforehand. Yeah. So uh, Dr. Matthew Thompson, I call him Dr. Matty T. Again, man, I'm not trying to compliment you too much. I yeah. just like you. I want to yeah, hang out like with you, you more. Too, buddy. Yeah. Um, by the way, now CEO of Telescope Health, correct? Yeah, that's correct. All right. Yeah. First half done. That, my friends, is what the health just happened. All right, here we go. Back half of what the health just happens. If you missed the first half, um, I would recommend seeing a doctor. The good news is I have a doctor sitting next to me. His name is Dr. Matthew Thompson, CEO of Telescope Health. Uh, overall bad. Can I say the A word or no? I always forget. Be careful. You can't. Yeah. That's all. That's oh, where yeah. I struggle. Dr. Matthew up, Thompson buddy. can't curse on the radio show. Producer Jay Bowes. Say, hey, Jay. What's going on? Give me that laugh. <laughs> He's got the, there it yeah, is. Look at that. That's a radio um, voice right there. Yes. Yeah, so if you yeah. missed the first half. Good news is we'll post it on some some social media, Spotify, Apple, all that stuff, whatever. 104.5 WOKV, we like to give them a plug as well. CEO, recently promoted yeah. CEO yeah. of Telescope Health. We did a lot of family stuff, some healthcare stuff, the journey of being a doctor, residency, MD versus DO. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what we talked about. I already forgot. Yeah. That was like 30 seconds stuff, ago. Stuff, you know, stuff. life. Let's dial in a little bit on on, on Telescope Health, right? Yeah, let's so, do it. The first time I saw you and Dr. Can I say Dr. Real? Oh, of course, like, yeah. Maybe he listened or not. Dr. Yeah. Uh, to Matt, that's confusing. Yep. Partner, great guy. So amazing surfer. I know he does the he does the foil surfing. Yeah, he too. does. Yeah, he does. We're all getting those off things. topic. Yeah. That's He's okay. way cooler going. than us too. Yeah, he is. He is um, so so founded, what what what's what at what point were you like, we, we should do this? Yeah. This needs to happen, and here's why. Well, so um he actually brought brought the idea to me, um, and uh, so I, he he definitely needs credit for that. But our the parent at the time our parent company which ERG. is the ERG the staffing company. So if you go to Flagler Hospital, Baptist Hospital, or Southeast Georgia, and you go to the ER, you're going to see one of the doctors uh, from our company, mm-hmm. from our staffing company, mm-hmm. ERG, and um, emergency resource group, right? Yep, okay. yeah, emergency resource yep. group. So uh, the goal was to create um, an innovative arm of that company that, you know, reduce barriers to care, which is, you know, part of our mission, which I want to get back to our mission, but so Ooh, gonna, we'll I'll get back to that. Put that. Good. On. Yeah. Picture of you while you're talking. Okay. Perfect. I like to, I like to take yeah. pictures by the way. Yeah. This is my, so this there yeah, it is I got at the, yeah. Um, so the goal was, it's kind of hard to talk when he's taking pictures, of me, but that's what's no, happening good, right now. Keep going. So, um, you know, the goal was to create this innovative arm um, uh, where we, you know, could see patients in a different way. And it quickly spun off. We realized, okay, this is, this is a whole separate company. And, you know, some, we have, we have multiple different kinds of clients, right? So the health system was Baptist was a, really our first client who said, we don't have any way of reaching consumers or people uh, with telehealth, with virtual care. And consumers are consumers, are patients, patients are consumers. And this is, so that's this, my world. Big time. Talk man. About that yeah. Too. And this is the problem. I think this is the problem with healthcare. That should be the the I, a podcast, right? Do 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 not get me started. Yeah. I didn't want to go down this road. Yeah. Keep going. But, but but we can do it. And it's funny. Oh. Um, so healthcare has been very much insurance payer company and and provider focused, right? It's never really fully been patient focused. Hmm. And and let me give you an example. So 
if if you are a patient or a person and you want to watch a movie on your TV, you want to order something from Amazon, it is frictionless. It is easy to do. Healthcare is by far and large on the GDP percentage in the United States, very high, right? Lots of money in healthcare. And yet it is almost nearly impossible to get simple forms of care for a lot of people. And it's not because those people are even necessarily uneducated or they don't have access to technology. We we can get into that aspect because there are some major, major issues with health equity and disparities in this country for those who don't have a smartphone, Amen. who don't have, you know, and so we, let's say we even table that, but even for somebody who is a normal consumer who, and by, when I say normal, I mean a consumer who has um, the ability to utilize a smartphone, a device, maybe even has insurance. Um, and how do they navigate the healthcare system? It's, it's ever changing. It's, it's difficult, right? So we saw an opportunity, especially working in the ER. You know, as an ER doc, what do I see every day? I mean, do I see heart attacks and strokes every patient? Well, I see those, but it's it's a much smaller percentage, you're, right? You're coming back. Yeah. You're, you're, you're speaking, sorry. Yeah, yeah. What percentage are actual emergencies in the ER? Well, they've done lots of, we've done lots of studies and uh, really about 50% of those of patients that come to the ER can be seen through telemedicine. Mm. How cool mm. is that, right? So prescription refills, other things. And oftentimes those patients may, there's patients, well, in the ER, people come to be alleviated. They have concerns. They don't know whether they should be concerned or not. You know, is what I'm feeling a heart attack? Is what I'm feeling dangerous? Is this an emergency or not? So, you know, if we, if we really categorize like how many of people who, who come into the ER actually have an emergency, I don't think that's the right way to look at it. It's what service are we providing those people? Because oftentimes you're alleviating their fears. And that's why telehealth is so great because Oftentimes, just by talking to somebody, I can say, hey, I hear what you're saying. You absolutely do not need to go wait in the ER for four hours for this. Um, you may need to follow up with somebody, but you can do that in so many other ways. Um, and we're going to send you to go get labs here, to get a chest x right here. Really sounds like what you need is, is um, to be connected with a mental health specialist, a therapist. You know, We're going to help you with that aspect <laughs> too. So when, when we started the company, definitely there was a component of we want to put a doctor in front of a patient in a virtual capacity, right? So, you know, over your phone, uh, but that person also needs care coordination. And that in my mind is the real differentiator for our company is that you gotta have somebody that helps you navigate, okay, what insurance do I have? Oh. What, what, where do I go for this imaging study? I tried to get into an oncologist and it's taken me three weeks and now they're telling me it's two months um, and I'm really concerned, what do I do? Well. So uh, half of our company is really that care coordination where we have a team of people that are 24-7 there. In clinicians fact, you, or non-clinicians? They're non-clinicians. and they they're, understand they, that how to navigate the system. That's exactly so give me right. an example. So, yeah. so I'll, I'll give you a perfect example yep. of a patient we just had recently. And this was a personal friend whose um, who's, uh, family member had come to the ER, very concerning symptoms, uh, and they were, they were worried, uh, uh, told in that ER visit, hey, this could be cancer. We need you to go get a biopsy and see an oncologist. And so um, you can imagine what that does to a person, right? Wrecked. Terrified, right? Let me let me time yeah. out because again, I'm trying to yeah. my perspective, a casual listener. So they they see a doctor that has symptoms and are and are having issues, and they say you need to go to the ER right now, or they yeah. talk just like when do they send them to the ER? Yeah, and for what? Well, so what it, stage of this? conversation. Yeah. Well, so, so this conversation was a, a personal friend had just gone to the ER, you know, um, uh, for these symptoms. What were the symptoms? The symptoms were, they had a cough really. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and so they, they went for this cough, um, did some imaging studies, imaging studies in the ER showed, Hey, this possibly could, could be cancer. You need a biopsy. Okay. 
And so um, they left, they were supposed to follow up and the appointment that they were able to schedule at them calling on their, on their own was in three weeks. So that's a time period of now between you may have cancer, hey, you need to go get this dude. checked out three weeks. You can imagine the anguish, right? And so, so um, they called Telescope Health uh, and our care coordinators were able to get an appointment in two days. And this highlights with an the oncologist. problem with the oncologist, the okay. same oncologist. So here's the problem. When you are a consumer or a patient and you call, here's what you're going to be encountered with. You may be encountered with, um, we're going to put you on hold for a second. You're on hold for 30 minutes. Um, finally, you decide you're going to wait that 30 minutes. You're going to finally talk to somebody. By that time, you're emotional, you're in turmoil. The person on the other end has probably been dealing with people just like you all day long. We're going to already, yeah. oh my gosh, we're going down. You should yeah. see my face right now. Yeah. You've been on hold for 30 minutes. Yeah. So you're in a great mood, right? Yeah. Like completely, right? Sick, maybe healthy, yeah. maybe got a crazy diagnosis. And, and this person answering the phone has dealt with 10 other people. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you don't wait for 30 minutes. Okay, yeah. so, so got it. So you decide you're going to, you decide you're going to wait, right? And so then they finally get you on the phone and you say, I have an appointment in three weeks uh, I've never seen this doctor and I want to get it moved up. Well, you don't know how to speak the lingo. You don't know what, it, you know, really you're supposed to even ask for because you're a patient, you know, you're not, you're not part of this world, but you know that you want an appointment sooner. Well, the person's going to look and realize everything's booked up um, right now. So uh, they're going to say, sorry, nothing's available, but we'll call you back if we find something. Okay. You know what you forgot to throw in there? What? And this is, by the way, the world yeah. that I live in that I have a love-hate relationship with as sure. a clinician What's one of the first questions that person, after 30 minutes of waiting, the staff, what do they ask? Oh, it's insurance probably. Who's your insurance? Yeah, who's your insurance, yeah. What's your insurance provider? Yep, yep. 100%, yeah. Okay. So, yes, which a whole nother conversation and on that one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so we get past all that. They say there's nothing available. We'll call you back. Um, and the reality is those calls happen at such a high frequency for me even to get an appointment with my primary care doctor, I was told six weeks after saying, hi, this is Dr. Thompson. I need to see my primary care doctor. Six weeks out. And um, at that point in time, we, we all have lives. We kind of give up. It's hard. And that's why there's so many people that just fall through the cracks for just preventative regular exams every year. But so, so now that person, we'll go back to this example. The person was told, okay, nothing available. You've got to keep your three-week appointment. Or maybe, actually, we had one open up. It's now... 14 days. We can get you in two weeks. Okay, great. But still it's two weeks. Well, what's nice is that when, when, when a physician's office or an office gets a call from another office, you know, um, from another care provider, we can follow and monitor for opening slots, things like that. There's just a whole different way of doing things. And so it, it's really funny because we're not technically doing something that's radically different. We're just doing it on a high frequency as another care provider. And it's, it's, and what we're doing is advocacy, really, and, and calling and saying, hey, I wish I had one of this these is Telescope cars. Health. We are calling to get this patient an appointment. The doctor who saw this patient really needs this appointment to happen. And then things happen. They get squeezed in. And in, in, in its best form, it's really just advocacy. And that's what it takes right now, unfortunately. And so um, that's such an important part of our company, but, but that's, probably my that's, favorite part. It's huge. So, so I got to do a free plug for my company, too. Not, not, not about it. business, but this thing that I, I wish I brought one for you. So, so years ago there was, I created this thing that's called Ace of Hearts. So it's a business card that has an Ace of Hearts on it. And on the back it says advocate, coordinate, educate. Yeah. And I am convinced that that's most of healthcare, especially clinicians. Yeah. Anyone who's a clinician is not going to like, I'm going to make a buttload of money and you can, yeah. right? But how do you advocate for the patient? Like what you're yeah. saying right now, and then a lot of it's coordinating 
Who do you go to? When do you go there? Yeah. And then it's educating. So yeah. remind me, I owe you ace of hearts. Okay, good. I want to, so, so that reminds me, when I, I want to drop a, a big <laughs> overarching thought bomb on the audience. Drop the, it. The drop audience it. of three, three, <laughs> Tony, how Katie many Ross. Gonna, how many people um, are going to listen to this? Definitely not yeah. our wives. Yeah. There'll be at okay. least seven or eight on okay. the podcast. Okay, 7 p.m., 7.30 p.m. on a Saturday right now. So <laughs> here's my yeah, here's yeah, my oh, thoughts. Right. So healthcare in this country is curative healthcare, and it should be preventative healthcare. Okay, oh, so this is, this is my guys, my co-host from now. We're doing this every week from good. now on. This okay. is my space. Perfect. And, and so this is what it comes down to. When you go to, to receive care, the majority of the time Americans are receiving care is when they need a cure or treatment for something. And the system rewards that kind of behavior. If financially. I, financially. Yes. If I break my leg and I go into the ER uh, and I get treated by an orthopedic surgeon, everybody's getting paid. They're getting paid. That's called fee for service. They're getting paid for the, the visit. They're getting paid for uh, the surgery. That patient can leave. You know what we're not getting paid for? Education on that patient to say, here's how to prevent you from having an infection or falling up. Let's say that person leaves. They didn't get any education. They fall and they break their leg. They come right back. Guess what? getting rewarded for that behavior financially, yep. okay? The system is You got so, an infection for not cleaning your wounds. Yeah. Here's an additional $10,000 yeah. $10, from insurance company X yes. or Y. Yeah. And that that's slowly shifting. What, what it should be is we should be saying, why aren't we financially incentivizing and compensating uh, people to take control of preventative care, right? And so how do you prevent conditions from happening? And we're, we're moving to that system, right? That's value-based care. And, you know, it's, it's slow. It's slow. It's hard. It's it, like turning the, the Titanic around on a Big time, 100%. Yeah. And still, we're, we're not there yet, but that is a mindset. We need to be reaching it. And the problem is there are so many people who don't see the value in preventative care, or they've tried, you know, just like me, or probably you, tried it's to get hard. an appointment. It's defeating. And you it, can't. It's, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like battling... Goliath. It is. That's yeah. How so that's the, the right problem. People won't stop though. Like you're not going to give up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so that, that in essence is what, what our company is. And, and, you know, our mission statement is, uh, we, we want to okay, use this. technology, innovation, and human connection to reduce barriers to care. I actually wrote this yeah. down because I thought it was pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah. Went to yeah. the website. Who was the guy you mentioned earlier? Dr. Rill. No, 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 I know Dr. Yeah. Rill. The, yeah. the other guy who's Oh, Trey Blanchard. Trey yeah, Blanchard. I saw your Trey. face on the yeah. website, Trey. Yeah, yeah that's um, good. Telescope Health's mission is to use innovative thinking, human connection, and technology to reduce barriers to care and improve yeah. quality of life. Absolutely. Right. That's a big deal. Yeah. You got to have all three things. You got to, you know, technology is great. There's a lot of companies out there that are coming out with, with amazing technology with millions and billions of dollars of backing. But if you don't have the human component there uh, behind it, people need to talk to another people. They need to be guided by somebody else. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge you here after one comment. Somebody said, I love this line. I feel like the current American healthcare system should be called a sick care system. It's yeah. designed to, you're sick, let's yep. fix you. 100%, yeah. Okay. Again, that, that you and I could talk for hours about yeah. this, I promise you, yeah. and ask you some really hard questions about billing practices, Rev cycle management, insurance versus large hospital systems. Yeah. We, can, we can get weird. We're not going to get weird yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's next time. Now to flip the switch, right, as a physician who, yeah. very similar here, you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. Right? You, you, you're a CEO of a company and you have to, what's best for the business? Right. What's the next strategic decision? Do we need to hire more doctors? Do we have too many doctors? Do we, yeah. who's our case manager? So how do you... Yeah. Where are you at on the entrepreneur side? Sure. You can go back to healthcare if you want, but that's that's important, man. You know, we so we've got a couple of exciting things. Um, 
it's all, it's all really, it's funny as a CEO, you know, I've kind of thought, well, what, what, what's my job really? And, and to I look think pretty. It, it, what's that? You're nailing it. To, to look, look pretty. Look pretty. Yeah, exactly. It. Yeah. yeah. I okay. hope anybody, my team listens <laughs> to this, but uh, Not really three things. So, so people, culture, and numbers. And uh, I, I firmly believe that. So you have to, to find the right people, connect with the right people. You have to establish the right culture and you have to know your numbers um, of your company. And, and so, um, that's been that's been my goal, and the good news is we have a lot of really great people, and we've we've been connected with good people because our philosophy is really to be collaborative. Because there is no single company that can solve all the myriad of problems um, related to healthcare. You have to be collaborative. You have to be open to being transparent and working with other companies. And so, when we find like-minded companies like that, is so exciting. And you know, we we actually we have um, a company that uh, we're working with now to that's the largest. Um, HSA and FSA benefit company, Ameriflex, um, uh, in the country. Oh, yeah. And um, so we're, we're, we're their exclusive telehealth partner. Uh, so we're going to be launching, awesome. um, we're going to be launching scaled approach to be a national telehealth provider for employers. And I love that model because it totally bypasses, you know, a lot of the traditional ways that people receive healthcare and having to go through insurance and claim submission and all that stuff. And, <laughs> and, um, and so the, the things we're trying to roll out really are, you, you need to be able to see a doctor anytime on demand. That's that's really important. There's so many ways you can do that. Walmart, CVS, Amazon, there are, there are going to be an infinite number of ways that anybody, any consumer can. Too many. Too many, 100%. That's but that's, that's what we call episodic care, right? So it's a one-time care. How are we going to incentivize people to take part in their preventative care? How are we going to help? Let's say even this is somebody who wants to be in, I'll use Baptist as an example, wants to be within the Baptist health system, but they can't get an appointment with a physician. So some of what we do also is help fill that capacity problem. So we have primary care doctors um, that will that will see uh, Sorry, uh, patients as well. You keep going. I'm yeah. No, that's good. I, oh, I good. didn't want to distract yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, good, good. Well, I'm so, just worried about, oh, yeah, man. Every time the yeah, time goes time. way I too know. fast. Yeah. So so I'm gonna I'm gonna chime in for a second because you how do you balance that the healthcare side never lose sight of that, right? Yeah. You have that background and now you're yeah. I think you're turning into that business leader. Yeah. You're still picking up shifts. So so you mentioned people, culture, numbers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The the people matter, the culture's a must, yeah. the numbers matter also. Yeah, right? absolutely. So yeah. how how does money come in, go out? That's maybe another episode. So you mentioned being, are you a Star Wars fan? Oh, yeah, big time. You know CD3PO? Yeah. So I have this thing. I'm going to send you a picture of yeah. it. My, my buddy was a graffiti artist, and this goes back to people, culture, and numbers. Yeah. Somebody taught me this early boss. He goes, these are the three most important things. He, he called it CD3. So culture, and then you deliver, right, drive, yeah. and develop people. Deliver yeah. deliver numbers, it's um, exact key executive. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to send you it, and then that's mine awesome. was promote optimism. Yeah. I'm like, if you if you come to work, oh, that's one of our core values. Terrible, I love it. Yeah. Like if you, uh, I'm going to send you. A pic, I have a, a sign that says CD3PO. So yeah. it's cultures one, deliver, drive, develop, and it goes around the people. It's a whole model I have, and promote optimism. So that's great, man. I like I like fellow nerds. Yes, I'm kind of a nerd. Oh, so. big time! I'm a huge nerd. Yeah. Okay, so and again, here we are running low on time. I can't decide if I want to ask you the last two questions or not. I, I'm going to because I think we'll have some spare time. And you've already answered one of them. Yeah. So we're going to do looking into the future and then in the past. You look out one, three, five, ten years. Sure. What is a healthy change you would see? This is hard to answer in healthcare yeah. in general. Yeah. I think you're doing it. 
Yeah. You don't have to answer. Just hold up a mirror, look at yourself and yeah. say, there it is. Yeah, I think um, one and three are pro- – it's hard to see a massive change in one year, but I think in a spectrum and scale, people uh, need to be more engaged in their preventative care and have access to do that. That's that's the key. And so um, – and as simple as, hey, I, I haven't had a preventative exam in five years, um, and now there are ways virtually for me to be able to do that um, and take part in my care without having to go through a system of you know trying to find an appointment. And then I think, you know, in the five to 10 year realm, it's how do we take the power away from having to fill in, you know, uh, work with, work with the payer system, you know, mm. and, um, uh, and, you know, it's funny, we, it's we do a, a lot it's of unaffordable. Work. Yeah, it's, it's unaffordable. And there should be a, a number of different ways where patients can have direct care um, in a manner that they want to and have the same access at an affordable rate. And so um, I would love to be able to contribute to, to fixing that problem and just, reducing unnecessary steps for people just to see and get care. So. I like that too, reducing unnecessary steps. So I, I also write notes down, try to remember all this. I have terrible handwriting. I should yeah. have been a doctor. <laughs> reducing unnecessary steps. Okay, now looking back into the future, which by the way, you're you're, you're, you're smart, man. You're, you're, you're My perspective, great husband, great father, which matters more than all this other stuff. My wife isn't listening by this point, well, just so you know. Yeah, okay, she's, sorry. she's yeah. You're a great she's turned dad. it off already, yeah. Yeah, she doesn't care, sorry. <laughs> one it, day maybe. And again, my daughters will listen now. to this we, one day we, maybe. We have young kids. We don't get to hang out as much as I'd yeah, like to, right? Yeah. Um, so, so looking back one, three, five, ten years, sure. what's some healthy advice you'd give Dr. Maddie T? Oh, yeah, don't sweat the small stuff. Uh, would be a big one. Um, and take, decide you're going to take the risk and just accept it and, and do it. Move on. Yeah. Move forward. I we guess. got, we got a couple minutes here to talk about, which I love. Cause you, you say things that people don't realize till yeah. I say later in life, I just turned 40. Man. Yeah. I'm so old. I'm, I'm almost there, man. Yeah. That's my, but don't er, everything you think is so important and so giant that yeah. you worry about. A day later, a year later, months later, like, eh, yeah. it's not that big a deal. And then the fear one, right? You've heard false emotions appearing real. Mm-hmm. You hear that term? Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So all the self-doubts, the question marks, imposter, everybody has it. Yeah. The most successful people I've ever met. Um, and I think talking about it openly. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. And if you're not, if, if people aren't doubting you or, or, um, or questioning why you're doing something, then you're not living. <laughs> you're not trying hard. You're not enough. trying hard. You're not enough. trying hard. Enough. Yeah, uh, because there, there is definitely a tendency that's probably fear-based to stay I- in your box, you know. And um, uh, I think that you miss out on so many opportunities if you do that. How do you change and fix healthcare too? Right? How do you make those positive improvements? Well, the good and- news is there are always people, and there are always people with money who want to change healthcare. Well, and our our I'm benevolent, saying you stay yeah. in that box. That's true. Oh, there, if you stay no in that box, yeah. So, here. so you're right. So, first, first thing, get out of the box. Find other people who are outside the box and playing in the new sandbox, and um, and listen to those partnerships. You know, if you find people who are truly collaborative, that's the key. I told you you'll come back, right? Oh yeah. I, oh, yeah. I've said it. If anyone leaves here and says I don't want to come back, I didn't do a good job. I had a blast. The time yeah, runs too. by so fast. Um, I almost brought a guitar and bongos to jam next time. out. We're going to write a song, but we get a lot less back. accomplished next time. Yeah, we could do it a couple times. So, Dr. Maddie T, Dr. Matthew Thompson, CEO of Telescope Health now, overall incredible human being. Too kind. 
Thank you for joining me. That was a blast. Thanks, Eric. That is what the hell just happened. Hustle in it. Hustle in it.